What's up guys? This is Kyo Champion welcoming you to Deconstructing Dreamers wherein I deconstruct how dreamers are able to achieve their dreams, what their habits and routines are, and so on, which you can apply to your own life. This episode is brought to you by Caldi Drip Coffee. I love Caldi since it's a great way to start my day fast since it's an instant drip coffee brand, taking my coffee game to the next level without the need for expensive coffee makers or a French press. With only hot water, it gives me an artisanal coffee experience right at my home, at the office, or anywhere I go. Lastly, since it has zero sugar, it's a healthier alternative for me, especially when I need to get that extra push to achieve my dreams. Once again, it's Caldi Drip Coffee, your portable coffee companion, helping you fuel your crazy dreams. To know more about them, like and follow their social media pages at Facebook and Instagram, forward slash Caldi Drip Coffee. Hello everyone, welcome to the third episode of Deconstructing Dreamers. I'm really excited for our show tonight because I've known this person since I was in grade school. I can honestly say that from our batch, he has always been one of the most promising ones. Some of the things he has done is being the founder and chief visionary officer of Trolulu, a digital marketplace and network for local guides in Southeast Asia. It's a platform where travelers can get connected to local guides and get the local authentic travel experience. Trolulu has been featured by Business Mirror, Rappler, Spot.ph, Esquire, to name a few. He was also selected to be part of the prestigious Alibaba e-founder fellowship program by the Alibaba Group, where he was taught by Jack Ma himself. Let's all now welcome Andrew Kua. Good morning, Andrew. Welcome to the show. So could you first tell us about how, like when you were in high school, you sort of had a rival with our friend Hubert. So could you tell us a greatest hit stories of how, if it was really a rivalry and what was going through your brain during those period? You know, I, I think this is a fascinating question for me. So again, I'm Drew. Back in high school, you know, we had this um, very interesting classmate um, who, who particularly had a huge um, fantasy um, of China dominating around the world. So this was his dream, his own vision of a superiority. So there's this racial dominance that he believes um, exists out there, that, that the Chinese race is above everyone. And I think thankful to that incident, of that exposure, it taught me a lot about racism, about discrimination, that <laughs> our, our world shouldn't have room for these matters. Um, in fact, our world should be a safer place. Whatever color you're born with, whatever race or background you're from, it should be a safe, equal world for everyone. Um, that was an eye-opener scene for me. Um, and it's understandable that, you know, people sometimes grew up with this kind of mindset. Uh, particularly with two influences, it's either their parents or it's probably the media that they're following. Um, I guess, you know, moving forward, parenting ha- has to be very important that we teach our future kids um, not to be racist, not to be discriminative to, you know, people of different social classes or different backgrounds. Uh, thanks, Cleo. <laughs> Further instances ba na, like, alala ko, chinecheck pa yung mga exam scores nyo or grades ni Jansen? Yes. Um, <laughs> surprisingly, he was very competitive. So, um, I guess part of it uh, manifests from him trying to show his dominance over other people. Uh, the desire to be number one in everything. Uh, ultimately, you know, with his endless aspiration for that dream, you know, maybe pushing China 
or positioning China as the globally dominant country and potentially annihilating uh, American and clustering, you know, entire United States as somehow evil. Uh, my personal stance is I'm neutral. You know, I, I believe in diplomacy. Um, I believe that, you know, we should be pacifists, meaning there, there should be no weapons of mass destruction used. Uh, I think the world is going to be a better and safer place if we all work together, especially towards economic growth. They're dividing ourselves because of racial differences. Ultimately, all of that influenced how he acted inside the classroom. He tried to dominate. He tried to check all of our grades, you know, just to try to be the first honors. And and there were a lot of conspiracy theory um, that he makes uh, about grades being cheated, favoritism, <laughs> which were all baseless. Potentially, maybe 90% of the accusation are very much untrue. Uh, so there were a lot of conspiracy against almost everyone. May specific conspiracy ba? Parang hindi ko sobra, hindi ako sobra aware sa mga conspiracies ng high school sa, regarding sa kanya. May specific na alala ka bang weird sobra or ano? Meron, uh, actually. Um, <laughs> something interesting no, is... Uh, For, for instance, in, in our math class, um, I, I know. special, I, kasi yung, ano kayo yung nagko-compete na math class, kaya hiwalay kayo sa amin eh. Meron, um, and, and during that time, parang, may, may teacher kami na sobrang, naniniwala ko, like, isang mapagmahal na teacher. You remember him as Mr. C? Ah, oh, si Mr. Uh, C. And, and sorry, I, sorry. I know if there's anything that I'd remember him for, it's, Parang he's one of the most influential teacher of my life. Very loving. Um, and I would say kapag fair, he's really fair. Um, so, walang pahid ng pandaraya or favoritism really with this teacher na to. And I, I would hear, you know, rollouts of accusations of even teachers like him to have favors towards parang potentially relatives of school administrator. Uh, all of which are completely baseless, mm-hmm. unbiased, unproven, um, not a single time. So, you, you know, yung instance na yun parang partly broke my heart kasi parang with a teacher that's so humble, mm-hmm. that's so grounded, that takes extra effort to teach us. He taught us not to focus on the grades, but focus on ano yung pwede natin gawin sa pinag-aralan natin. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, True. mathematics can be used for the betterment of the world, mm-hmm. not to divide the world into pieces. And I think that class alone taught me so much lessons, you know, about how people people use as their knowledge, their wisdom, sometimes for the worst of the world, but ultimately, mas kailangan natin ng tao na who could use such wisdom for the betterment of the world. Thanks. Or like, kahit, like, syempre, sa side nyo ni Johnson, parang, kahit may naggaganon sa inyo ng tao, buti, na-handle nyo siya ng maayos, kahit bata pa tayo, high school pa lang. Like, syempre, ng high school yep. tayo, like, ako, mapaaway ako na tao eh. Pag medyo yep. ganun na tao, medyo, ano, buti, maay- na-deal nyo in a way na hindi naman siya tinira or anything. Yep. I think um, Johnson particularly also saw na, you know, people like Hubert, for instance, needs extra empathy. You know, yung background niya, kung saan siya nagaling, paano siya lumang, but nag-end up siya mag-isip ng ganun. Kasi parang extremism yun. I mean, mm-hmm. um, you know, terrorism begins this way, right? And, oh. and it's important maintindihan kung bakit sila nag-isip ng ganito. I think it takes extra empathy. On my end, I think, salamat sa kanya kasi I, I lost you know, that desire to be grade conscious mm-hmm. na wala yun sa akin. Like, for me, mas nangingibabaw yung leadership, uh, mm-hmm. the impact I can have on other people. Ano nakita ko yung gravity and extremity niya as a person during that time, it taught me, maybe there should be a balancing force sa mga ganito and someone should stand firm sa ethics. And I learned na there's something far more important than grades, uh, especially later sa high school. So, I stopped pursuing honors completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, never aim to be in the top five anymore. But I, I focus on you know, a few things, uh, maybe preparing for a career, taking leadership role, looking into a more purposeful future, and, and dropping behind what 
I don't think is the mo- most important thing, which is grades. So hinayaan ko na mm-hmm. Hubert focuses on that thing that he cherishes the most. And maybe on my end, um, I take a step backward and let him, you know, have it. He's from a young age pa lang. Kumbaga, natutunan mo na yung mga ganyang lessons. Which is really good. Let's talk about what's a day in the life of Andrew Kua, a business owner, startup founder. You, you, you know what we run right now? Um, Entire it's called Tralulu. Yeah. Um, it's a social enterprise um, digital marketplace mm-hmm. um, under construction right now that aims to bridge access from travelers mm-hmm. to sustainable experiences. Mm-hmm. So, you're, you're a French, um, you come to Manila. Mm-hmm. Something you probably want to experience beyond just walking around Luneta Park is um, how do I prepare Taho? And mm-hmm. what is it like to be a Taho vendor for a day? Or what is it like to prepare adobo inside the kitchen oh. rather than eat adobo on the table? You're saying ko na rin. Pengso ko na gumawa ng adobo. And yung exciting part here is, yung pinaka-goal here is is really to create that harmonious immersion so that foreign travelers who genuinely want to know what it's like to be Filipino mm-hmm. are not shown what we perceive as, you know, mabuhay experiences. You know, yung touristy experiences that we want them to see versus allowing them to see an yung day-to-day life natin. Mm. So, for my end, part of my day-to-day is really spending time, mm. um, sometimes interacting with these foreigners. You know, kung kaya, I spend the most time with them. Pero most part of the day, um, I balance it on a few things. We operate a travel desk in Makati. Mm-hmm. Our headquarters is based in Escolta. Sometimes I travel back and forth in these places mm. to make sure that we manage, you know, our team's affair, admin work, you know, manage people sa loob ng team. Uh, at the same time, kung may extra period kasi hindi certain lagi yung days mm-hmm. um, I spend a lot of time you know developing and crafting new experiences so mm-hmm. lalo na before uh, I, I run food tours I probably run it a few hundred times food guiding maybe in Binondo specifically mm-hmm. parang it's something that I also choose to do kasi parang mindset is you know we're running a social enterprise a mm-hmm. marketplace for local guides mm-hmm. And then how can I say I'm doing my job well if I'm not a local guide? But you're saying you're running a booking platform for taxi drivers, but you've never been a tra- taxi driver. Mm-hmm. How can you understand that? So, ganun yung day-to-day. It's, it's an end-to-end spectrum of different things that we do. We troubleshoot. Uh, but ultimately, it goes around one thing. It's our vision. Enabling the world to travel like a local with the locals. Actually, it's really interesting na, kumbaga, take mo on that. Talagang ginagawa mo on ikaw mismo yung nagtutour to get a view of, kunwari, let's say, sa consumer side and dun sa mga nagtutour mismo. Ano yung first experiences mo with being a tour guide? How did it start? Like, yung experience na yun? And ano yung memorable experiences dun? Okay. Interesting for me, when when I first started, before kasi notion ko is if you're a tour guide, mm. maybe, you know, people look down on you. Like, may notion na you're not earning as much as a restaurant manager. Mm. Or you're not as respected, let's say, as a doctor, as a lawyer. But it's it's a totally different profession. Mm. Um, you're a frontline in the tourism industry. So there's a lot of discrimination against this profession as mm. well. When I first became a, a guide myself, a local guide myself, it was totally different from how I perceived society to be looking at, you know, different guides, mm-hmm. you know, from mountain guides to tourist guides in the city to experience hosts. I felt a genuine relationship with people. And I think yung yung pinaka-importante, like, first 10 to 20 tours ko, humbling. Mm-hmm. I thought alam ko yung ginagawa ko. Uh, I, I, I thought this is how you handle experiences. Um, I learned na, you know, some jokes go overboard. I, I, I learned about different culture and tradition. Dati nababasa ko sa textbook. Dati akala ko alam ko. Dati I watch videos on Netflix documentaries mm-hmm. there and I thought I know them because I watch them. But I realized I don't know enough at all about the world. About, you know, 200 countries around the world. And dahil sa mga tour na yun, 
probably I got exposed to 60 new culture. I, I met friends from 60 new countries and lahat yung new perspective. And each of them humbles me down to share to me a life lesson na I don't know enough and there's so much more to learn from each of them. Mm-hmm. And they may not always be right with mm-hmm. what they share, pero it's a beautiful wisdom. I learned to be a pacifist, meaning to always seek for peace. And every single person no, who probably met a friend in the Philippines would not aspire for a war with the Philippines kasi may friend ka doon. Imagine if every politician and every military in the world can be immersed hmm. in the countries that they are most against. I, I think the world is going to be a safer place kasi you have a friend there. Hmm. Why do you want to go on a war against a country where you have friends with genuine relationship? So naniniwala ako thanks to that experience. It, it taught me a valuable lesson of respecting life. Hmm. Oh, powerful. Actually, naalala ko nga sa yung story dun sa Airbnb. Now, what mm-hmm. they did was actually, sila mismo yung mga founders, pumunta inisa-isa nila yung mga paparent, tapos yes. tinatanong rin nila, inaalam nila ano yung mga good na nagagawa nila. Wherein, actually, dun nila nakuha rin yung idea na, alam mo yung sa Airbnb, di ba? Like, yep. pagpasok mo, may parang guidebook or something. Yeah. Actually, nakuha nila din dahil nagbe-visit sila sa mga nagpaparent nila. Doon nila nakuha yung idea na ah, dapat standardized to or something. So actually, yung nakita ko nga sa na ikaw mismo yung maano, nakikita mo lalo na and na-experience mo what it feels like to be ano, to be a tour guide, which is yun yung pinakaano rin ng platform mo. Uh, for you, ano yung something na unusual sa na you really like? Okay. Um I think uh, for me yung relentless desire um to find solutions to world's most pressing problem. Mm-hmm. So this new decade, when we started 2020, no, um, instead of focusing on helping the world travel like a local with the local, you mm-hmm. know, end of the day, every travel experience causes carbon footprint. Mm-hmm. You know, every travel experience, while you learn, it could be a luxury for others. Mm-hmm. So yung isang mindset here is, how do we make travel, you know, not just a luxury, but something impactful to the environment, to mm-hmm. the world? So this new decade, you know, with the desire of, of finding solutions to pressing problem, which I know sometimes pangarap pa rin siya hanggang ngayon. Mm. Sometimes I know it's still far-fetched. Pero naniniwala ko, you know, if we aim for a vision or a purpose for the next 10, 20, or maybe 40 years, the rest of our lives, we probably would get there or likelier to get there mm. than, you know, living, waking up every day, trying to make more money each day. Mm. Um, so this decade, we're starting with a bigger vision. In the next, you know, 20 years, uh, we're committing a million trees for a million trip. So with oh. the recent bushfires, um, massive you know rainforests getting on fire around the world, you know we lost more than 20 million trees, mm. you know in the in the past few months alone. And the least now we can do is <clears throat> let's plant them back. Mm. And we can only do so much. So for our team, we're committing. Na lahat ng mga trips <clears throat> that we took on may carbon footprint emission. Mm. <clears throat> Whether it's the car. Um, the plane they took, uh, the trash they threw around the environment, mm. kailangan bawin yun. So for us, instead of taking that entire money nyan mm. as our profit, uh, goal namin is to give set back. apart, give back, to commit, you know, hopefully a million trees uh, for for all the trips, you know, in the next 10 to 20 years uh, ahead of us. And with that million trees nyan, each of those three, some of them would bear fruits. And they will be taken care of by our indigenous brothers and sisters in the mountains. For instance, I'll give an example. Uh, a calamansi tree. Mm-hmm. You know, a hundred calamansi tree uh, could produce 20,000 pesos worth of calamansi at least every month. So if an indigenous community takes care of a thousand calamansi tree mm-hmm. on their own, that's 200,000 pesos a month for their community. And mm-hmm. that's a lot. 
Um, and, and they become sustainable. Mm. Poverty is elevated. Mm. At the same time, our world is going to be a better place because you're planting trees. You're neutralizing the carbon footprint of travelers. Mm. Not just neutralizing, but the goal is positive yung impact. Actually, natuwa nga ako dun sa ano, is like giving opportunities sa mga areas na wala masyadong opportunity na alam yes. naman natin is the insa reason sa kayaan traffic-traffic dito sa Manila. Actually, I love the company for doing that. Speaking of dreams, like yung demo na maano yung sa trees and starting the company, how did it start and how were you able to turn it into a reality? Okay, thanks. Um, it, it started with two powerful incidents in my life. No? Um, first incident was late 2014, third year mm. ko sa college. Totoo lang nung time yun, feel ko, mara- kaya ko gawin lahat. Eh. Kapag kabataan ka, feel mo kaya mo na gawin lahat. Ata tayo nung nag-graduate. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you can do everything. So, um, may nag-iya sa akin um, mm. time na yun. Sabi niya, Oy, Drew, hike tayo. Um, mm. Mount Binakayan. It was the first mountain I've ever hiked in my life. No? Um, let's say you exclude Taal, no? kasi magkakabayo ka pa. Yeah, so, or, or sometimes people mm. trek. Um, but Taal is, is, you know, a very basic one. But mm. for a real mountain. So there was this mountain called Mount Binakayan mm. in Rodriguez Rizal. It was my first mountain. Um, I was 30 pounds, 40 pounds heavier. Mga 200 pounds ako nun. Um, I, I taught athletic ako kasi I tried to jog sa um, university nun. So nag-yes ako. Sabi ko, sige, tara, let's climb. Um, I didn't know what I signed up for. Pagkariting ko doon, first thing na nakita ko, sabi ko, bakit walang hagdanan? <laughs> Di ba pag umakit ng budak, parang may hagdanan, oh, may parang staircase. Parang may path or sometimes, no, Correct. kung ano man, ano lang. Uh, Tapos maybe may shrine sa taas ng budak, uh. picture taking, then bababa kayo. Sabi ko, parang wala, parang bato-bato lang. <laughs> then, inakyat ko yun, noong late 2014, takot na takot ako sa heights. Inisip ko, may hagdanan, kahit gano'n ako takot sa heights, You just have to take it one step at a time. Mm. But dito walang such, te- such thing as one step at a time. By the time I reached summit, it took me around two hours at least, to three mm-hmm. hours. Average people take one hour. Ganon kabagal, uh, gan kahina yung loob ko nun. Akala ko kaya ko. Pero height was my weak. Nagkaroon ako ng panic attack sa summit. Kasi nung nakita ko yung view sa taas, ang ganda. Pero di ko mapansin yung ganda na yun kasi sobrang takot-tawa. Ah, sure. Nalulula ako sa height mm. na yun. So I look down because when you you climb down a mountain you have to look down. Pagpababa, right? mm. every step feel ko gugulong ako pagbaba. So I had a panic attack. Uh, anxiety attack doon sa taas ng bundok. Six local guides went up, kinlose nila yung buong bundok just to rescue me. Wow. Yung six local guides na to na umakyat. May dala silang stretcher. Mm. But yung interesting thing is white hair sila. I I I I'm almost six feet. Mm. They were barely five feet. Mm. At sobrang payat nila. At balak nila ako buhatin doon. Mm. At mas matindi dito, most of them are halos senior citizens. So sabi ko, wow, guilty naman ako kapag magpapabuhat ako sa stretch mm. na baba. Na napakahirap na pag-akyat doon sa bundok mm. na yan. So I came unprepared, but they dropped everything they had to rescue me going down. So nung bababa, natutunan ko about their story, about journey. Mm. Nahirapan sila finding livelihood mm. in agriculture sector. People thought kasi lagi is, when you say poverty sa countryside, mm. you become farmers. You become mm. fishermen. But people who live in the mountains don't have that advantage. Because mm. it's eh. Hindi mo matatransport yung tons of goods, buong truck ng goods mo to the city immediately. Mm. And that's the problem they're facing. But na tutunan ko sa nila, what changed their lives is tourism. There are more than two, three hundred active mountain guides in um, that community, Rodriguez Rizal. Hundreds. <laughs> yes. Um, and they might even hit a thousand soon. Um, every day they get paid 500 pesos um, for that. So it's about minimum wage in the province. Mm. But yung problema doon is 
what people don't see is that they get paid only on the weekends. Ah. On the weekday, wala sila barely any opportunity. Mm. So, minsan binabarat pa sila ng mga tao. Sabi mo, oh, mababa minimum wage dito. Bakit 500 yung singil nyo sa amin? Mm. People don't see two things. First, wala silang weekday opportunity. Mm. Second, seasonal yung ginagawa nila. Mm. Rainy season, walang Ay. pupunta. Walang akit ng bundok sa rainy season. You're talking about 90% loss of income mm. for rainy season na months. So, malaki yung sacrifice. And then, finally, may isa pa. Buwis buhay nilang ginagawa to. Mm-hmm. There are more mountain guides dying, you know, are, are around the world. Um, in some places, done travelers climbing those mountains. Why? Kapag may choice sila, ipagpalit yung buhay nila para sa just to save you, they oh. would do that. Um, and I've seen it in so many places. Of course, unfair and sabi na lahat ng guides mabait. Kasi maraming kumukupit ng pera, mm-hmm. ring mga guides na overcharge you dahil that's a putika, you look different. That experience taught me nung pababa na, wow, this is a community na I, I want to know more about. Mm. Pagkababa ng summit ng mountain, pagkarating sa foot, may ambulance waiting for me. Oh. Ilagay nila ako sa ambulance. Dinrap nila ako sa isang lugar na may piyesta. Sabi ko, hindi pala hospital. Pero sa piyesta nila doon. At pinakain lang nila ako. Just to help me recover. Oh. <laughs> so sabi ko, wala naman ako injury na everything. So kumain kami. And then noong time, sabi ko, yung stereotype ko kasi growing up, maybe mm. party in Binondo, di ba? Every parking, every move, mm. baka kailangan mabigyan ng oh, tipar bayaran. Bigay. Bigay, uh, everything. And then sabi ko, ah, mga kuya po, um, ito po para sa inyo. Mm. Um, so I, I set apart a sum of money na I think is fair um, enough for their, days of, their day of labor mm. to help me. Sabi niya, hindi namin kukunin yan. Oh. Uh, ginagawa namin to kasi gusto ka namin tulungan. Uh, para sa amin, importante lahat ng pumupunta, bumibisita sa amin, nakakalabas ng buo at buhay. At hindi pera ang habang. Wow. So despite knowing their economic condition, they turned me down. Um, and noong time na napaisip ako, I was stunned. So kumakain ako, and I turned my back to find them, to thank them again, and they were all gone. Ever since noong time na yun, never ko na sila nahanap ulit sa community niyan. Uh, hindi ko kilala kung sino sila. I could say they're good Samaritans who just vanished. Mm. They saved my life. By the time I got doon sa baba, hinihintay ako ng mga kasama ko umakit sa bundok na iniwan ako. <laughs> the very ones na who brought me to to climb that mountain na mga DIY uh, traveler, organizer, iniwan ako, inaantay nila ako. Malala um, naman. <laughs> malala. <laughs> Tapos, um, it was even strangers um, who helped me during that journey. So, mm. Yun yung parang for me, it's a powerful beginning that, that allowed me to say, you know, there is this sector mm-hmm. na hindi masyado pinaglalaban. And these are mountain guides. You know, these are guides. They're not all good like any profession. Mm-hmm. But some of them that are good, some of them coming from poor community, they deserve opportunity. Tsaka yung Murph, kumbaga, giving back na rin. Siyempre, nag-imagine ko palang yung experience mo na gano'n eh. Parang life-changing talaga siya. So, yes. Marfin, isa rin sa reason talaga na nag-ano sa'yo is to give back to those people na mababait na naka-help sa'yo. Yes. Uh, actually, totoo yung Cleo, no? Like, feel ko, for me, it was more of life and death. Kasi parang, akala ko, akala ko malakas ako. Ma- I mean, ako, imagine ko pala, nag-panic ka, <laughs> tapos nasa bundo ka, tapos, syempre, paggabi na eh, or something eh. Mm. Delegado na talaga eh. Where the fact na may dala silang stretcher and all helps us bring more appreciation dun sa craft nila na ganun. Yes. Kasi normally, iniisip lang natin na ah, mga tour guide to. Ah, sige, akit ba? Ang dali lang ginagawa nila. Akit ba ba? May sweldo, ganun. Yes. Or hindi nga natin nakikita yung other side na which na-mention mo. Like yung seasonality, 
yung mga in terms of opportunity to kumita sila and lalo na for me yung aspect na they just want to help mga tao like us yes so when you hear the word success aside from your family sino normally naiisip mo first person uh, i i think part of me wants to dedicate this this answer to someone who brought me closer to to God or my faith um it would go back to grade school um mm. i think it was For me, the the most one of the most successful people I know is probably Mr. C. Oh, so sobrang intense nung uh, root niya sa akin. Um, there's many people, other people like Bill Gates, um, Jack Ma, who who, who was my teacher for once as well, uh, who taught me so much life lessons and who changed the lives of so, so many people um, positively. But it it roots back to you know the very first teacher who taught me the the, the value of life. Mr. C, I, I would say successful siya ngayon kasi he's there. Uh, he's volunteering in Iraq. Mm. He's, he's teaching kids in a place where most people would be afraid to go to teach. Um, and teachers are needed the most in Warstock area. Kasi the, the, the last thing you want the kids to think and happen to them is they become like some of their extremist parents. Mm. And it takes someone loving enough to teach them the next generation, we will be free from it. And you can't force them. You can't kill them. Mm. You have to educate them. And I think where he is right now is very inspiring for me. I know he's not rich. I know maybe he's not helping millions of people away from poverty. But, you know, a huge part of me just want to thank him for inspiring me um, as early as grade school. I know that grade school, that people mostly don't know about this. But mm. line of seven, I was in math. Ko. Grade two, um, as early as grade two. Ano nga, matas ka lahat from the get-go, matas ka. Actually, yun yung hindi totoo. Maraming times na hirapin ako. Multiplication table, <clears throat> may problem ako with my memory. So, sobrang lala ako pagdating sa mga history class, extra effort sa memory. Um, math skill ko, malala rin nung early times kasi kailangan mo i-memorize multiplication table. Uh, one Sunday, parang magsa-Sunday isang beses, I think, hindi ko alam kung between grade four to six, somewhere there. Sinabihan ako ni Mr. Chico, oh, may gagawin ka ba? Sabi ko, uh, wala naman. Um, wala naman ako ginagawa. Naglalaro lang ako ng mga games. Ganun. Sabi niya, punta ka naman sa, ano, sa school. Um, turuan ka ta ng mat. Tapos, hindi ako nag-reply yata nun sa kanya. Tapos, <laughs> ano, di ba namang gusto mag-aaral ng bata? <laughs> ng Sunday, di ba? Gets, gets. Tapos, nag-message siya. Um, may, may Jollibee ako. Na handa, chicken Joy. Sabi ko, sige, sige. Punta ako dyan. So, <laughs> nag-aaral kami ng math. Tapos, yung promise niya is my chicken joy. So, we spent mga 2-3 hours, you know, preparing, um, you know, studying, you know, just getting better sa math. And then, after nun, may chicken joy ako na-reward. Yun yung habol ko. Yun yung totoo, yun yung habol ko nung una. Then, then, then sabi ko, um, may bayad ba? Parang gano'n. Parang natanong ko yata nung time mm. na yun. So, sabi niya, wala. Um, gusto lang kita truean and, and gusto ko you improve, you become better on it. Um, and nung time na yun, Mr. C does it on, on some students. He, I remember vividly na he, he does it for free and he gives chicken joy. Mm-hmm. There was one point in, in high school, hindi ko matiis, sabi ko, maybe naman um, dahil special class students kami eventually, mm-hmm. that's why he continues doing it. Nung time na yun, my, my math grade turned around. Mm-hmm. From being one of the worst students, or at least very average during that time na, I learned that my math skills improved thanks to this person who mm. keeps feeding me with chicken joy and, and made me <laughs> learn mathematics and learn to love it, my mm. heart, to see that math could change the world positively if, if the, used properly. No? Mm. And until this day, I'm thankful for math skills. But more importantly, 
nung high school, I remember going to the principal's office. Mm-hmm. Hindi ko matayos. Sabi ko, let's call your principal na, um, si Mr. Siba, binabayaran niyo to teach me and maybe some of us every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yung Chicken Joy ba, binabayaran niyo? Mm-hmm. Sabi niya, hindi. Wala naman kaming sinasanction na Sunday tutorial classes. Mm-hmm. Wala kaming binigay na budget for it. Yung Chicken Joy, hindi sa amin yun. Then, narigis ko, wow, stand ako. So, bakit ni Mr. Si ginagawa yun? Mm-hmm. Then, naalala ko, you mentioned about Hubert earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, along the way nung high school, Mr. C just taught me, sabi ko, parang one time tinawag, Sir, paano ko kayo may repay mm-hmm. for what you did for mm-hmm. me, for us? Kwento lang niya uh, about the love of God na, you know, if you do something to someone, um, well, and, and kung totoong genuine mong ginagawa mm-hmm. yun para Totoo sa taong yun, you're not gonna ask for anything in return. Mm-hmm. Di mo hihingiin yung utang na loob. At ano yung dapat gawin? So, he taught me pass it on to someone else. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. To someone you don't owe a debt to. Oh. And then, pag tinanon nila kung bakit, I share the same lesson. Parang, nung time yun, I, I used to call it, in my memory, chain of love. You know, someone does something good to you. Something mm-hmm. Samaritan. If they did it genuinely, you don't have to give it back. They'll mm-hmm. understand. Mm-hmm. And your goal is to pass it on to even more. Mm-hmm. And to let them know the message. And pag one day bumalik yun sa'yo, Maybe you, you've done a good job on passing it on. So, ever since that experience, parang it, it taught me love. Um, I didn't grow up in, in a family where there was enough emotional support. <laughs> um, normal Chinese family, uh, ganun naman. Uh, uh, eh. <laughs> eh, lumaki tayo sa palo, lumaki tayo na, you know, you, you never got hugged, kissed. Mm. You know, some of your birthdays are even forgotten. Mm. Pinalayas ka pa. Just because you can't memorize multiplication. Those things happen. Mm. Um, but ultimately, doon ka nakita yung maybe love ni God along the way na there mm. was this man. Super selfless. Na super irrational yung ginagawa niyong act. Hindi mm. siya like normal human being. Totoo. Eh. Kasi majority naman ng tao pag may gagawin na good, may gustong makuha eh. Totoo. Which is wala, human nature. Correct. And I, I admit, even until today na ako, mm. maybe hindi ganun ka-pure yung heart ko. Like, mm. how I shared, narrated the story earlier. And it teaches me how to think, mm. how to reflect on it every day na how pure am I as a person and I think I'm not. And mm. maybe I can love others more. And nandun lagi yung temptation, hingiin yung favor pabalik. Mm. Wait, tinulungan kita pare. Tulungan mo naman ako pabalik. Mm. Yung temptation na yun na lagi natin isip, may utang ka sa akin kasi tinulungan ta at oh. your worst time. Tsaka actually, mga ibang tao nga is tutulong lang para makuha nga yung favor na yan. Yes. Anyway. So, I think for me, the most successful person in the world is the one who's capable of loving selflessly the most. Actually, yung kakaiba nga sobrang definition mo of success. Pero yun nga, for me rin is, depends sa tao kung anong definition mm-hmm. of success. Like, Honestly, narinig ko story na tumutulong si Mr. C dun sa Iran. Nagulad rin ako na, wow! I yes. mean, alam ko kasi is like, uh, family niya, okay, I mean, may kaya, kumbaga. Mm-hmm. Pero like yung, syempre, yung giving, yung com- yung comfortability na uh, teaching up steady job para dun sa to help other people na hindi niya nga kilali. Totoo. Or, honestly, lilipad ka pa sa country. Nakaan ng ibang perspective in terms of sa aspect na ganun. Sobrang selfless niya pala. And most people, syempre, priority as OFW is your mm. love for your family. Mm. But I think for the case of Mr. C, it's, it's, it's a definitely a love for absolute stranger na hindi niya kilala. Mm. Like, these are students in Iraq. Mm. A war-struck country 
that has nothing to do with what's happening around the Philippines. Mm. So that, that for me until now it inspires me and lagi kong sinusubukan pagdasal. I mean, hopefully he's safe there. Ah, totoo. Ka na nga. Sana How has a failure or apparent failure set you up like my previous failure mo in terms of kahit ano, business or life in general mm-hmm. set you up for success or let's say may paborito ka bang failure mo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think um maraming failure no. Um I'll, I'll, I'll share particular instances na lang. Mm-hmm. Sige, uh, ko ko yung failure namin. Mm-hmm. Um there we, we started noong 2015 um in Malaysia. So, mm-hmm. noong time na yun, we won a competition, mm-hmm. Global Startup Youth. Um, the initial concept was, we wanted to become a Tinder for local guides. <laughs> so, kumalat si Tinder nun. Uh, uh, um, apparently, I, I tried you know, using the app rin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, uy, parang maganda yung user experience nito. Uh, swipe right lang. Eh. Swipe ka right. You know, you meet someone, swipe mm-hmm. left. Um, right or left lang, ganun lang. Mm-hmm. Yes or no, ganun. So, I was thinking, yun yung pitch namin na where you pick the guy that you want. Mm. Um, and that won the competition. Like oh. the, the judges chose it. Um, it made sense. The experience is simple. Everyone can use it, mm. understand how it works. Um, and then at the same time, um, we're impactfully helping people. So it's, mm. it's, um, dating is impactful in its own way, but this one man, impacts poverty directly. So, yun yung initial concept. So we were funded, um, partly by a Malaysian government fund. Anong time na yun. So, I, I moved to Malaysia altogether, believing oh. na, you know, this is how it's done. So, I was trained by them. They taught me, you know, how to build a tech venture, tech startup. I stayed there for six months. But my entire stay there in six months was parang clouded by a certain arrogance in me na hindi ko alam ng time na yun. Was, nanalo kami sa competition, mm. judges validated it, investors placed money. So, mm. I thought, we're on the right track. Mm. So, nabulag ako by, by that glimpse of success. And nung time na yun, you know what happened in those six months? Mm-hmm. Yung totoo, halos walang nangyari sa amin. We rolled out a prototype app. We tried to push it to the market. Mm-hmm. The market, when they go to a place, imagine mo to, ah. mm-hmm. um, Let's say pumunta ka to, to let's say, uh, Singapore na lang. Or mm-hmm. let's say you go to Shargao. Mm-hmm. Shargao. When you go to Shargao, the first thing you look for are a few things. First, saan ako titira? Mm. Second, how do I go from airport to titirahan ko? Mm. Third, what do I eat? Mm. And finally, what do I do there? Okay. There's none in people's list of question. Sino yung local guide na ibubuk ko when I get to Shargao? Nobody okay. asked the question, when I hit Manila, which local guide do I book? Mm. When I go to the mountain, which guide do I book in that mountain? Mm. People rather ask this unique question. What experience? What activity? Ano meron dyan na pwede kong gawin or e-book? Mm. Not the person, but the experience. So, I package everything wrong. And, and no time na yun, that, that extreme arrogance, that PR, mm. that spotlight on me, parang prevented me from seeing, Uy, Drew, baka kailangan natin maging humble enough to ask the market. Mm. Ano ba yung gusto nila? Hindi yung gusto natin, gusto mm. ng judges at ng investor. Kasi, di naman kami yung consumers eh. Mm. So, end, end of the day, akala ko tama ako. Uh, end of the day, akala ng team tama kami. It was clouded by excitement and hype. Mm. And doon kami nadali ng hype until end of 2016. That's when we learned one lesson. A very simple lesson. Mm. People book experiences and activities mm. and 
people don't book people when they go to a place. That's a bonus. Mm. Nag-shift kami from people booking people mm. to people booking experiences that are run by human being behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Nag-shift kami in that period of two years. But we were so late enough na nag-accelerate isang counterpart venture in Hong Kong mm. and they're called Kluk. <laughs> and they started around that time with us as well. And they were on our radar. Ang nagkamali kami is we were too arrogant and we were not humble enough. Mm. We didn't empathize with customer. Um, we didn't empathize na we can't just focus on helping the locals directly. Mm. We have to think for us to help them, how do we make it sustainable? How do we make them earn money? Mm. So we also have to take care of consumer. Bawal puro impact. Because mm. when we focus too much on impact, we don't know where the resources are coming from mm. to get those impact. It has to come from somewhere viable and it's the consumer. First two years, blinded, failed to see this is not mm. what consumers wanted. And we lost almost two years. Uh, but after that failure, I learned my lesson. I learned the most important thing to, is to always ask, what does the consumer need? And ano yung value na nakakreate ng purchasing ng consumer na to? Is it environmental, poverty, impact? Impact comes right after. But consumer has to always be at the core, side mm-hmm. by side with the impact. So, yun yung big mistake. Eh? We could have saved two years, but thanks to that mistake, you know, those two years of mistake, mm-hmm. parang it's a lifelong lesson I could use for the next 40 to 60 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and now, parang that experience always humbled me down every day na pag nafe-feel ko yung mayabang ako, I think, maybe yung arrogance ko kasi natatago ko sa inside. Mm-hmm. But every morning, whenever you know, I reflect, I go back, why am I doing what I'm doing? If if things get too exciting, I don't know, 2016, when we came back to the Philippines, mm. we, we got a lot of media coverage and we thought, I thought that was success. I thought people talking about it was success. I mm. thought the app was, the, the, the platform was gonna spread itself. But that was pure hype. I rode along with what I once saw as something I don't want to be. Mm. Hype. Now, people think we are doing so much, pero pure PR lang yun. I became a person I don't want to be. And fast forward to today, um, I rarely say yes not to coverages, publications. Mm. So this yeah. one with you, Cleo, um, it's really out of our good friendship mm. in the past. Thank you. But I constantly try to humble myself down because I know I'm going to inside. And that caused my failure. Mm. Or at least, I know the story of Steve Jobs. Eh. Yes. The fake line is that it was awful tasting medicine that that's just what I needed na at least kahit pa paano na yung natutunan from from that experience na pa-pivot yung company eh. Kasi yun naman yung actually ako, ako puro nagbabasa lang rin ako regarding startups and all yun ako gumawa ng company. Na ano ko nga na majority ng startup kung ano yung nila mismo hindi yun yung eventually nagiging kumbaga core nila na product. Yes. Like Slack, uh, slack. For example, dati yes. parang game lang ata sila. Yes. Then yung from there nakuha na yung parang soft, yung basically yung platform nila lang sa internally. Yes. Yung naging product nila. So, at least, ay, ganda ng story na natutunan nyo tapos na, at least na-pivot nyo in a way pa rin yung company to what it is now. Going back to what you said about saying, you know, aside from like mga PR, what other things na nag-improve ka at saying no to like distractions or other things the invitation, lakad, or realizations. I think saying no was uh, a huge and uh, a very powerful 
parang learning for me no um you, you know pag matigas yung ulo ko and and someone parang nakatikim ng spotlight for a while na realize ko malaking temptation yun for me mm. so so now I, i i always have this filter uh, i call it intentionality mm. um what are my intentions what's the intention of the other person or the the place the event you know the company or the group i'm going to meet the, the question is to filter it down to intentions parang from someone uh, always you know out there um, you know mingling with everyone in 2015 2016 um i had a huge um life lesson in 2017 after too much mingling i exhausted myself um i got sick for six months I was isolated um, for six months. Um, I contracted a disease mm. that took six months to recover. So I was forced to isolate myself and say no to everything else. You know what I learned on time? Mm. I learned that our, our, our life is so short and so limited. Mm, it was awesome. my other life that experienced on time. The person who passed on that sickness to me, mm. he uh, in the same year. Niyan. So okay, I was I said, wow. Um, I can die anytime. Pwede ako mamatay anytime. So, ano gagawin ng pera, ng PR, ng prestige, hmm. reputation mo, if you're just gonna die anytime or you can die anytime? Hmm. You know, that lesson taught me every moment of your life matters. So, And so, yung question is, I ask myself ng time, if I have one month left, which nung time na was feasible, kasi the doctor told me, it was a late stage, you know, um, struggle for me. Hmm. One week later, ako pumunta sa kanya, I would have died in just one week. Okay. And naisip ko, sabi ko, if I had, you know, maybe one week or one month, where would I spend my time on? Kasi people ask it as an interview question. Mm. For me, it was a real question. Sabi ko ngayon, if I can spend it with anyone, sino at kanino or saan, ano gagawin ko? Mm. I couldn't answer that question. Through time, past three years, nag-reflect lang ako. Sabi ko, saan ko gagamitin yung buhay na to na binigay sa akin, nilaan para sa akin? Mm. I went back to the core of the source of life. If every one of us wake up one day and we just realize we're biological creature na yung si sperm na nakachamba meets mm. excel and naging tao sila. At, at we're like circle of life like the lions and the monkeys na we get born and then we, we make money, we survive and then we die. Mm. Life is pointless kapag ganun lang. Mm. You might as well let's all die kasi you know, full of suffering life more than happy moments. Mm. You suffer 8 hours a day you know, doing a job. And any celebration, mo, maybe two, three hours a day. So majority of your life, pag hihirap. So it asked me a question, what's life's ultimate purpose? Mm. Along the way, I reflected. And I always remember one thing I go back to. Um, and, and it's probably uh, faith and God. Mm-hmm. Um, at the very least, that relationship with God, na, na until now, I, there's one thing that I believe in strongly. That we were all created with a purpose. Now this very moment, this now, mm-hmm. that we have now, Um, it was not coincidence. Um, none of us are perfect ever. And, and the most important thing is how do we make the most out of these imperfect lives? Mm-hmm. How do we, on our very last breath, someone don't say, um, thank you sa buhay na to, kasi, mm-hmm. um, my purpose has been served and sana naging worthy yung life ko. So, with that being said, I, I learned to be more intentional now. Um, I'm spending more time with a few people in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm spending it with hundreds of people every month, always being present out there. Now I choose, you know, I, I don't have to be out there. I don't have to go to events. Mm-hmm. I ask the question, does this thing spark love? Does this thing allow me to love? Or does this act allow me to love others more or, mm-hmm. or be loved? 
or, or for love to spread more and, and it ultimately goes back any intent ka for it um any intent ng other person uh many things i say no to dates i absolutely turn it down na um i had a face na i would say hindi ako naging perfect naging let's put it out there naging gago um with so much arrogance and pride maybe in college na i, I felt you know it's easy to socialize mm. i had seasons na I, I like events. I, I I like hosting people. I like pulling off events. I I, I used to love PR in the spotlight so much, and I say no to that. Um, other things na I say no. You know, every opportunity where you're gonna make money, oh, pare, kikita tayo dito. Ganon, like I used to say yes to that, and mm. I made some money out of it. Nung nadrain sila na nagkasakat ako in all my trips, um, I even lost you know a few hundred thousand pesos in my trips. I learned money would come and go away. Mm. In our lifetime, we don't own them. We just possess them. Because when you die, you don't bring it to your grave. So I said no to so many things. Today, I, I say yes to things that spark love, uh, bring love, or at least bring people together. You know, bring relationship together again. Um, and and alam ko hanggang ngayon, marami para na kong kapintasan, like shortcomings as a person. Um, but I learned short of a life we have, um, maybe it's good to spend it with the ones we love. So to. <laughs> so naano ako dun. Very <laughs> like on the same pinaka na take away ko dun from na mention mo is sobrang life changing nung nangyari sa. I mean kahit sino naman ata mangyari yung ganung moment na sobrang maano talagang value ng time as we spend on this earth na like ako um parang minsan hindi ko feel ko sobrang haba ng oras eh like daming pwedeng gawin or ano like nagre-rest ako sa sobrang daming opportunity or hindi ko na realize na limited lang rin talaga dito na we're living a life na hindi natin naiisip na eventually mag- mamatay rin tayo. Yes. So, yun. For me, actually, sobrang anong lesson like, naalala ko rin tuloy bigla yung kapon ba yun or a few days ago yung nangyari kay Kobe mm-hmm. na matay. Na ang dami pa niyang pwedeng gawin eh from yung yes. mga ano. Pero, at least, to put it in a way na kahit pa paano naman, at least na-spend niya yung time na after niya mag- Um, retire with his family which for me think ko oh, yung isa pinaka importanteng aspect sa life niya yun na sinabi ko thanks yeah. so nung magkunari like mga ganyan um, no overwhelm or something ano yung mga ginagawa mong ways or like question na tinatanong mo sarili mo to help you in cope up with those things um, meron ako isang personal you know um, practice hmm. Um, there's there's this word called discernment, and I I learned it partly from the Jesuits. Um, it's to focusing your eye towards um, a purposeful end without counting the cost of getting there. Mm-hmm. Meaning that the end, the goal, the purpose has to be worth it enough. Na kahit ina anong binuos mong sakripisyo, mm-hmm. it's always gonna be enough. So uh, what what I do with with that in mind no, is I I rechannel myself towards a long term goal. Mm. lahat ng suffering paghihirap today at present it can delay me in getting there mm-hmm. but maybe it's not gonna stop me from fulfilling my purpose so uh, what I concretely do is I realize I reflected may mga na-lose akong important relationship mm-hmm. sa buhay ko with friends maybe sometimes family mm-hmm. with some dear people in my life mm-hmm. because momentarily may moment na let's say nag-clash kayo Mm. Di naging okay personality niyo. So, I, I lost 
valuable people in 2015-2016. And mm-hmm. I, I learned something na kapag when you argue with someone mm-hmm. and sobrang emotion yan at that moment, you say words that you guarantee, you guarantee, you will regret saying. Mm-hmm. Kahit ayaw maaminin, marami kong masasabi na ganun. So what I do now, and I try to learn to do it pa rin, is I take a step out. Mm-hmm. Kung sa CR man yan, sa CR, five minutes. I, 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 I pray, or mm-hmm. people could call it meditate, and I ask God, what do I do so that I can bring love in this situation? What what should I do so that, you know, I can be able to serve this other person better? Mm. Is there a way for me to love this other person better without, you know, giving in to an argument that I genuinely think na tama ako and the other person genuinely think na tama siya? Is there a way to find a common ground without compromising the truth and your principle and your character? So that five minute time is enough to calm me down completely. Mm. At the same time, this five minute time allows the other person to actually think. Mm. And for me, it's withdrawing. No? Um, I personally don't think that you should. Sige, wag mo na tayo mag-usap ng one week, one month, mm. and abstain from talking. I think that's too much. That strains away the relationship completely. Mm. And what happens in between that is too much. So for me, the the great thing, mga taong other party na naggagatong pa eh, exactly. And by the time na ikwento mo siya to someone else, mm-hmm. they they just add gasoline to the fire. Mm-hmm. Kasi yung pagkakwento mo, of course, you're defending your side. Mm-hmm. People who care about you, your own very friends, syempre ipagtatanggol ka nila sa how you narrated it to them. That's one side of the story. Narealize ko, ganun na nila ako. Pag gawin na kwento ko yung problema ko to other people, sabi ko, o oh, nga nun ako, kwento ko yung side ko ng story, mm-hmm. bahayas ako. Syempre yung mga friends na to, advice nila something na kasi may pakis sila sa akin eh. Stranger naman yung other person. Wala naman magmamahal sa isang stranger na yun versus me. Or kahit, minsan, kahit mali yung stranger, kampi sa atin eh. Friends exactly. natin eh. Oo. And sa kwento natin na exaggerate oh. natin lagi yung pagkatama natin at pagkamali nung kabila. So narinig ko, the best thing pa rin to do is to resolve it with the other part. Mm. And five minutes, just asking the question, you know, how can I love this person more? How can we compromise? And Can I say sorry? Have I done anything wrong? Kahit isang slight part lang nyan. Mm. Kung minuro ka man siya, I think that deserves a sorry. Mm. Whether that person say sorry pa balik, hindi yun Up yung importante. Mm. Pinaka importante is I said sorry on my mistakes to him. So, so now I, I ask those questions in that five minutes, um, and then I go back and I talk to that person. Uh, to be honest, ang hirap na practice to. Kasi kapag emotional height, <laughs> ang hirap. Like, gusto mo sumabog, hindi mo oh. kayo pigilan. That, that's one. And then the last practice I do now is I try to be confrontational. I set apart session, let's say, with my teammate. Mm. Sabihin ko, you know, let's talk. Parang there's something wrong with the two of us. Mm. Before the issue reaches other people sa loob ng team. You and me, let's talk. Tell me what the problem is. And then I'll tell you kung kaya ko siya isolve. Hindi, tsaka yung maganda nga rin sa ginagawa mo is inaano mo na kaagad eh. Um, wala namang personalan to regarding mm. naman sa kung work, eh, or regard sa, sa example mo, work. So, yes. pag-usapan natin no work, ano, na wala naman akong pinapersonal sa'yo. Correct. Na ito lang talaga yung, ano, syempre, wala rin namang perfect. Like, yes. yun, kaya kaya namang ayusin. It's true. Maganda nga na walang personalan kasi... The truth is, kapag may personalan, mm. your personal relationship with that person affects mm. your work relationship with that person. Ito. And most of the time, sa, sa, sa work, one of the biggest problems sa labor or, or sa workplace or sa office life is actually personal relationship more than yung mm. reaching your target. Mm. Yung nagsistrain, nagsisira ng 
ability nyo to reach your end goal together mm-hmm. is actually relationship end of the day. So, naniniwala ko importante. Mm-hmm. Tsaka kahit pa paano, like yung from the mention mo nga is yung same lang rin naman kayo ng goal at the end of the day. Yes. Na, syempre, minsan may ideas na nagka-clash. Syempre, kanya-kanya kayo ng opinion. Or, pero mm-hmm. at the end of the day, since yung ano na naman is yung for the company, yun yung what really matters. Yes. Na, really, sobrang, actually, yung gusto ko doon yung nag- like you mentioned na five minutes naghihiwalay or no. Maganda na mas, as you mentioned, nakakalma nga yung mga tao. Yes. Tsaka, at the end of a day, ito, um, forgot saan ko narinig about the irrelevancy of being right. Mm. Na, yun nga, masyado, minsan masyado tayong nagpo-focus on being right na masyado tayong napapagod yes. or ano, na hindi lang tayo focus on pag-usapan or something. Na, like, kunwari, in, in religion, Yes. Different religion. So, Correct. pag ako, ito religion ko, inisip ko, ako yung tama. Yes. Ikaw, ito yung ano mo. So, meaning, isa sa atin may mali. Pero, yes. wag tayo mag-focus dun sa kung sino yung mali. Mag-focus lang rin tayo na, oh, respecting or ano, na Correct. kung ano rin yung pinaka-idea na tama or hindi man tama na makaan sa buhay ng tao. Yes. Parang, yung, yung nga sabi, di ba, like, um, I, I heard this recently, no? Mm. There was a conference in CCF and, and one of the pastors said um, when we look at issues about people different from us mm. when we are trying to judge let's say LGBT mm. depressed people we look at ourselves and say um, we cast stones on others we judge them but we forgot to judge ourselves mm. minsan mas makasalanan pa tayo at many times mas makasalanan yung mga taong humusga sa iba mm. so instead of thinking about their differences or kasalanan nila, we think of this um, one line. Um, I can accept you without approving you or agreeing with you. Mm. Tanggap kita. And that is enough. Mm. Even if we don't agree on things, we can be friends and kaya katang tanggapin. Mm. And mas importante yung relationship natin, we both see each other as equal human being. Kapantay mm. tayo. Parehas tayong worthy of love. And that's enough whether we agree or not. Totoo. Tsaka lalo na, hindi naman lang yun yung factor ng friendship natin eh. Yes. Na dahil lang sa isang idea or ano, masestrain pa yung relationship. Medyo ano na rin eh. Like, pwede naman rin talagang tumahimik. Yes. Yung bata ka ba, um, yung dream mo ba talaga is to start a company or did you have a different dream? Maybe when I was a kid uh, growing up, meron akong pangarap before um, you know, going to my high school days. Naalala ko sa'yo nung high school na yun. Malaki period of my life from grade 3 I think until halos 4th year high school. Mm. Uh, wala akong allowance. Um, and naalala ko nung time na yun, meron tayong classmate um, I think si Agnes mm-hmm. in grade school. Lagi siya may dalang chucky sa, sa, sa classroom. Amiss <laughs> ko na chucky. <laughs> yung lunchbox niya. Ganun, may, may snack box. Mm-hmm. Yung ibang classmate natin. Tapos, naiingit ako kasi wala, wala akong pambili. Chubby boy ako dati. Gutom, madbilis ako magutom sobra. Like, nakita ko matawa may snacks doon. Ever since na nakita ko, sabi ko, wow. Um, so, kinukuha ko lagi. Nagdi-dibs ako lagi. Sabi ko, akin na lang yung chucky. Ayaw mo naman. Kasi ininom ko. Um, naalala ko ng grade 5 or 6. May mga classmates tayo. Um, mga migrants from China na classmates mm. back then. Nasa, di ko alam kung third floor or fourth floor tayo noon. Pero tinatamad sila bumaba sa canteen during recess. Mm-hmm. So, meron na akong sinabi sa kanila na, uy, uh, pare, um, pwede ka magpabili sa akin, libre lang, it's up to you. Rule ko lang, simple. Mm-hmm. Give me the money na kailangan bilhin yun, keep the change. 
So, kung ayaw mo kabigyan ng anything, bigyan mo ka ng sakto. Mm. Pero, kung so, gusto mo kabigyan no. sa akin. So, for them, it was a pretty good deal. Kasi, if you don't wanna pay me, it's free. Mm. Ayaw ka kita pagkitaan. Like, everything else sa matira is like my tip. Mm. Uh, may mga recess na idron pababa. Um, I think 9 or 10 yung recess natin. Mm-hmm. Meron na mau- ma- ma- extra na 100. And 20 minutes na effort lang yun. And so parang, ito was like the early version ng grab food, ganun. <laughs> From canteen to classroom. Oh, okay. <laughs> Except keep the change yung ano dito, at saka easier siya. Tapos pinupool ko. Tatlo sila, apat sila, lahat ng papabili nila, ibabalik ko doon sa taas. Tapos keep the change. So, nagkakaroon ako suddenly ng allowance. So in, in, in grade school pa lang, I saw na um, pag-entrepreneur mo eh. <laughs> oh, na- nandun siya, uh, nag-start siya doon na I don't want to feel helpless. Mm-hmm. Kasi na-realize ko, if you are purely employed, let's say for the long term, you're not getting paid for your performance, mm-hmm. for the time you spend. You're getting paid, you know, a flat fee. Mm-hmm. Whether you've done a good job or not a good job. And knowing myself parang I want to grow as a person, for me, like, hindi nag-importante yung money. Mm. Nag-importante yung dignity ng work mo. Um, and, and until today, parang, that's something I value. Everyone sa loob ng team who stays for five years, they all get a significant ownership of the company. Uh, meaning, you're employed. Today, may sweldo ka. You, you, you get paid fairly. But if you stay here for five years, kasi pinaghirapan mo ito. Basically, may parang stock options sila. Correct. Nice. May stock options sila here. Um, and it's a pretty decent one. Meaning, mm-hmm. we're talking about some people getting 15% of the company. Pinaghirapan oh. mo yan, you work hard with mm-hmm. me. Ang difference ang natin is I had the idea, I took the risk, I had some of the initial capital, mm-hmm. pero ikaw tinayama yung limang taon ng buhay mm-hmm. So Totoo. you deserve that. Um, and every other workplace out there, probably doesn't offer such a thing. Actually, For, dito nga sa Philippines, parang hindi ganun ka... Hindi uh, ganun ka common yung practice na yan. So, it started with that. As helplessness ng sarili ko na wala akong allowance noong time na yun. Mm-hmm. Uh, enough yung pera na binibigay para may pang uh, mm-hmm. sidecar pa uwi. Day-to-day na ano. Uh, tapos, meron rin pinapadalang baon either sa pagpasok ng school. But everything beyond that, wala. Like, parang I feel constrained na gusto ko kumain, mataba ako, masarap kumain. Totoo naman, sarap-sarap kumain. <laughs> eh, wala akong pagkain. Hindi ako makabili sa kantina eh, kasi sakto lang yung food na binibigay. Ganun. Walang pera at all. Um, yun yung nagturo sa akin ng huge lesson on, on being independent and less helpless. Then through time, uh, yung aspiration ko on being an entrepreneur has evolved. Nariyas ko, nung high school, I, I became part of this uh, group called V-Mobile. Pero, so brav. Para network marketing. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, no yeah, time so na yun. Tapos hindi ako nag-market sa, um, sa school nun. Mm. So, naalala ko third year high school. Um, every night, uh, after class, mm. after Chinese class, 4.30, magtatake ako ng train, MRT, ang mm. taong um, Ortigas. Malapit oh, sa Robinson Corporate. Oh, um, LRT, MRT, from Cubao going there. Um, tapos, naalala ko ng time na yun yung mga initial exposure. Because I, I talk to people sa coffee shop one by one, mga parents. And kukwenta ko sa kanina yung story ko na, you know, I, 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 I didn't have enough for myself, kaya I'm here. And I'm trying to make, earn a living. Kayo, as magulang, parang, naisip nyo ba, enough ba yung binibigay nyo sa kids? Mm-hmm. If not, maybe this is an opportunity for you to grow. That entire experience taught me so much life lesson. Pero, yung natutunan ko sa network marketing is, end of the day, only the ones on top make money. <laughs> Yun na nga. And, while we don't want to admit it, mm-hmm. Ito, I have nothing against with anyone practicing network marketing mm. today because I was once there. 
it's just concentrating money on the few on top mm. and everyone at the bottom just loses money and throw it out there mm. and everyone think it's true it's an opportunity but the pyramid the structure was built such that 80% of everyone who joins don't make money mm. ganon yung math behind it and then i realized ko yun sabi ko wow malaki kinita ko doon like, I, i remember i made my first million pesos nung high school no Um, I remember being on stage. Um, I think I was 15 noon, um, in front of a crowd of 100. And, and my goal was to convince half of the audience Mag-invest. to put money there. The other half of the audience were actually planned. Uh-huh. Na, sino gusto maging millionario? Uh-huh. And then everyone in the crowd suddenly shouts. Kahit yung mga first-timer doon. Kasi they felt, oy, katabi ko. Mm. Both gusto maging millionaire. Ako rin sisigaw. So, sino gusto sumali? Tapos lahat sisigaw. Then the other half of the crowd would think, wow, I'm, 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 wow, everyone wants. Mm. I, I'm missing out something big. Noong time na narilis ko, wow, there's a fine line of gap between ethics and legality. Doesn't mean legal siya. Technically, legal yun. Doesn't make it ethical. And narilis ko, wow, all those parents were guilt-tripped. Psychologically, they were given a dream that they could reach by joining this network marketing. Mm. Doon naman na form yung ethics ko. As an entrepreneur, nasabi ko, okay, Drew, may potential tayong kumita umaman mm. ng sobra-sobra kapag walang limit yung ethics mo. Mm. Pero that incident taught me, kalma lang. So that million pesa I made, um, behind the scenes, I gave it back to some people who needed mm. it. One woman once told me nun, Drew, sabi mo sa akin, kikita ako dito. Mm. Pag ginawa ko lahat ng makayo, pag nagsipag ako, 12 hours na ako nasa mall, umiikot, nag-iya ng tao, walang sumali. Pasok ako ng mga 10,000, sinangla ako yung laptop ko. May isang anak ako, walang asawa. Wala akong mapapakain sa anak na yun at wala rin akong trabaho. It's been two weeks, Drew. Paano naman kami? Hindi mm. ba nangangako kapag nagsipag ako mangyari ito? Two weeks. She worked really hard. She made zero. Nung time na yun, narinig ko yun, sabi ko, kasi sinabi niya sa akin, yung laptop niya yung sangla. Parang may expiration, kukunin mm-hmm. na yung laptop niya. I paid her immediately. Sabi ko, hindi ko kaya matik yung guilt na yan. Hindi, at least ikaw nga, willing ka na. Marami sa ganyan. Hindi ko namang finorse sa'yo. Mm-hmm. Never ko kasi na yung mag-meet up sa ganyan. So, yes. ewan ko kung ina-explain nyo ba, oh, may risk naman talaga na hindi ka kikita. Pero, hindi, kikita ka eh. May ganun uh-huh. lang. May, oh, may, may actually, to, to make it legal, parang kailangan may caveat doon na may may risk. This is not for people na mga tamad. Pag hindi ka tamad, hindi ka business-minded enough, um, hindi mo willing pagsipagan to, uh, hindi ka kikita. So, tingin mo, masipag ka ba? Eh, lahat tayo may pride. Oo oh, naman, masipag ako. Oo oh, naman, paghihirapan ko yan. Oo oh, naman, syempre motivated ka nun. Mm. It's a positive news for you. Well, parang everyone psychologically, let's just put it out there, maybe manipulated. You know, with the choice of word na fully prepared. Mm. And time na naisip ko yun, hindi ko makapread. Majority of that 1 million pesa I made, mm. binalik ko sa mga nangangailangan and then I left it completely. At least. Umalis ako completely. And I said, I told myself one thing. Nandating ng college. Ethics is going to be part of how I do business. Kasi pag pera lang, if, if money is the measure of success in life, mm. life is pointless. Hindi mo madadala sa graveyard but memories of people around you might mean more. And ultimately, maybe, our very creator would have a smile on his face for creating us with a purpose. Mm-hmm. So, for me, yung, 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 yung time natin, yung back in grade school, high school, taught me a lot of that. 
Um, so, along the way, may mga moment na gago pa rin. At the same time, goody two-shoe ako. Mm-hmm. Alam mo, like, hindi ko mag-reconcile sa really mm-hmm. on which of the two side. But um, today, I could say, um, very conscious, at least yung team namin, labor practice, lahat yan, that's something we cherish. How much the guides are being paid. Minsan, mm-hmm. may mga trips na lulugi kami just to pay fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, kasi kami naman may nakakain 3 meals a day. Mm-hmm. What's an extra 1,000 for us when yung guide namin nagugutom, di ba? Hindi, so, at least kahit pa pa yung mga guides so yun, all na feel nila talagang nakaprotektahan nyo rin sila talaga. Yes. Which in turn, at least, mas work to wear of mouth or kung ano man. Correct. Actually, in terms of ethics, sobrang ano nga yun na dapat ano. Kasi, not really sure sa ibang business pa. Like, pag Chinese way of business, yes. <laughs> basta kumita ka eh. I mean, yun yung medyo ano eh. Or at least kahit like, tayo Filipino, Chinese, ikaw may ano kang gano'n na mindset na hindi, um, ayokong isacrifice yung mahirapan yung ibang tao just to earn money. Mm-hmm. Uh, may mga books ka bang ma-recommend sa audience? And why, if ever? Mm-hmm. Na naka-influence on life mo or something? Sige. I'll give um, two books now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Surpri- surprisingly, there's a lot of good entrepreneurship books. Mm-hmm. Marami doon. Pero na- na-realize ko, there's never gonna be a shortage of knowledge on how to be a successful businessman. Mm. But there's always a shortage of sources of character that helps you pursue those knowledge and mm. becoming a good, ethical, um, and impactful, purposeful entrepreneur. Mm. So, yung two books na to, um, first book na influential sa akin was, it's, it's actually a, um, a novel uh, mm. by John Green's, Fault in Our Stars. Oh. Um, interesting siya kasi, Um, that book resonates with me. I think nabasa ko siya nung either high school or college na kalimutan ko na. Pero it was about uh, a couple na may mm. cancer sila. Terminal illness. It was their last days. And they had to choose on how they're gonna spend those last days and how that love mm. is gonna be cherished. Yung sense of forever na yun, A sense of life with a purpose hanggang dulo. I found it in that book. Ay nakita ko gano'ng precious ang life. Mm. Now, we should start finding our purpose before we end um, our life with a terminal illness. Na as early as the time na malaman natin to, let's start pursuing and looking for it. Kasi masaya siya. Mm. May suffering. I'll say maybe a person who pursues his purpose versus someone who just makes money every day. I think the person who pursues a more purposeful life is maybe twice, thrice, four times more likely to be suffering. Maybe three, four times likelier to be depressed. Mm. But at the same time, there is that peace, inner peace and joy at the latter part of his life. They say, they call it delayed gratification. This time, non-monetary. Uh, non-measurable. Mm. Like, even if I love math, I realized that is something you can't measure. And in that book, I learned the value of life. The life is a non-renewable resource. Every mm. moment that passes, that's it. So the question is, how do I make the most out of it? Is it money? If it's money, for some, it's okay. Kanya kanya tayo. If it's fame, it's okay. I was once like that. And there's no right or wrong. Mm. But for me, I realize, maybe it's about, for me, I'd be happiest when I could die around people that I love. Mm-hmm. Or that, who loves me. And, and for me, that, that means the most. And to know, in my last days, I have loved others as he have loved me. Uh, that's the first one. Mm. Mm, second one, Um, this naman, I appreciated it after reading hundreds of books. Mm-hmm. Um, timeless, and I guess it's the most read book all times. Um, a lot of business lessons I've learned here. Um, it's actually the Bible, specifically oh. the New Testament. 
Um, the Old Testament, I, I, I shouldn't have favoritism, but to be honest, Old Testament as we speak of it, the principles apply in the context of earlier times. But the New Testament is timeless. Mm. So I'll give very, very um, specific na lang no, na, na instances doon. Mm. Laborers. Mm. Okay. Um, there was a parable in New Testament where there were workers in mm. the field. Um, there were workers that you called and told them, you know, I'm going to pay you, let's say, one dime mm. if you work until 6pm. From 8am to 6pm. One dime. Tanggap mo ba? So, a group of workers said, yes, tanggap mm. ko. Lunchtime, I need more workers. So, lunchtime, I invited a group of workers and said, you know, I'm going to pay you one dime. Work from lunch until 6pm. Okay? And at around 3pm, I need extra workers. Um, 3pm to 6pm, I'll pay you one dime. Work on the field. Okay ba sa'yo? And you said, okay. And then you work on the field. Okay? Now, end of the day, all of you all got paid one dime. If you think about it, oh, magko-complain yung first group. And that's what happens. The first group said, why are they getting paid one dime when we all work um, the same amount? And then, the person said, you agreed to mm. this. Ito yung tinanggap mo. Mm. Whatever everyone else is getting, you shouldn't compare it. You shouldn't yeah. compare it. It's my agreement with them. Mm. It's their life. It's their labor. And so you shouldn't think that I was unfair to you mm. because this is what we agreed on and this mm. is what you wanted. So when I learned about that parable and I realized in life, it's the same. Mm-hmm. Some of us are born on the street. Some of us you know, are born in a wealthier family. Mm. Some of us are somewhere in between. But it doesn't give us any right to say that God loves us less mm. just because we're born on a more extreme means. Um, at the same time, pagdating sa labor, you know, some people can work more. Mm. Some people have that capability, that intelligence, that talent, that time, that hard work that they pour in. But end of the day, there's always dignity to every human being. The minimum need of a human being, let's say, is one dime. And that's how we should take care of people. Kapag may isang old man na may medication that has to commit all the way to Cavite, that productivity niya compared to someone young in the team who can do three times more output than this old man, the question is, does that old man deserve a same pay? The old me would say, the mathematical me would say, of course hindi. Lugi. Parang lugi. And, and unfair yata dun mm-hmm. sa kabataang nag-work na mahirap. Then ito I reflected, the money that people get should be in proportion to their needs. Our labor that we pour out there is our contribution to the world mm. selflessly. And what we get in return out of it should be enough. Mm. And once it's enough, we shouldn't complain because we agreed to it. Mm. The goal is to be fair enough and if other gets more, dapat wag natin mataan and say, bakit you're paying them more? Mm. The question is, are you paid fairly? And if the answer is yes, you agree to it, then Ganun dapat. And that taught me about crab mentality a lot. Um, in Philippines, you know, among within the team, among the people around. Mm. And that was just one parable. And that parable has nothing to, let's say, do with faith and gospel. Mm. It has something to do with character and love. So, I think timeless. There is a reason why for 2,000 years, you know, that book, you know, sold the most pen. Mm. Um, entrepreneurs alike um, go back to that book. You know, as, as far as, you know, Bill Gates a lot of billionaires mm. that I've encountered in this lifetime go back to that book for a valuable lesson because mm. it's timeless. Um, it doesn't teach you how to become a billionaire mm. but it teaches you how to be, become a loving leader. How to win people's respect without using fear 
or forcing them to respect you. Oh. Actually, yung ganda ng, like, from Bible or even, like, yung fault in our stories, hindi naman siya necessarily book na for business or anything. Na, nakikita mo yung mga learnings from things na normal people don't actually tinitingnan mo more deeply than yes. others. Which is, yung nag, ano nga sa learning mindset, in a way. Um, do you have a purchase of, let's say, 1,000 pesos or less na nag-change sa buhay mo? It could be a book, an app, or anything like device or something. Um, 1,000 or less. I think those are notebooks now. Notebooks. Uh-huh. Uh, back in college, kasi I remember pag nasa class, I jot down notes with mm. laptop. Lagi na sa laptop. Uh, until one day, my laptop died on me. Um, I had a hard time recovering all the oh, files. Oh, I had a laptop. And I didn't have to get the hard to get the notes, files. Uh-huh. Like, nakatambak na lang siya ngayon. But I realized when I write it down, you know, there's there's a sense of me. Kasi, when you're typing, it's faster than writing it down. Mm. That's that's the innovation novelty of typing. Mm. But when someone's speaking, sharing, teaching you a life lesson, and you're typing, your attention suddenly becomes, I'm gonna jot down everything, he's, mm. type down everything he's saying, that in that process, I lose the purpose of me actually learning. Mm. So, nagiging para tayong scribe. Na lang. Nagiging parang um, documentation officer na lang tayo when we're supposed to be listening. Kasi parang But, iba yung experience talaga na talagang nakikinig ka during the moment than yung babasahin mo na lang ulit. <laughs> Correct. And at the same time, pag hindi ka nag-note, mm. our memory would fail us. We won't remember it. So I learned um, nung senior ko nung college, mm. sobrang daming valuable lesson that I what I have to do is summarize the points in my notes. And it's always been my practice. So through the years, I go back to my notes. I know parang for, for someone very techy into tech startup, I go back to basic. And I think I've filled out, you know, at least eight notebooks in, oh. in three or four years. Punong-puno sila. And I could go back to them and say, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Ito pala yung isang life lesson I could apply today. Relevant. As compared to jotting down everything, I'm like reading, you know, hundreds of books na hindi mm-hmm. feasible. But when it becomes notes, it's condensed. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the most important thing you've read. And it was summarized. And it's a lifelong learning. So, for me, it's probably notebooks. Notebooks. Uh, mura siya, but everywhere I go, I try to bring one. Mm. Actually, yung, yung principle na rin, gina-apply ko rin. Mm-hmm. Recently, ewan ko, forgot saan san, ko nabasa or narinig yun. Na, yun nga, actually, writing down things, mas nakahelp rin sa memory. Yes. So, actually, pag kunwari, minsan nagbabasa ako ng book, minsan nanug na notes ako. I mean, mm-hmm. just for, yun nga, same with you, na, Yes. Ang daling balikan eh. Yes. Tsaka summarize lahat. Let's mm-hmm. say, forgot na, minibasa ako recently na regarding kay Steve Jobs about sa uh, customer service ba ng Apple or something. Forgot na yung title. Like yung nag-start ako magbenta ng ka- coffee. Yun, bumalik ako doon. Ang bilis. I mean, siguro wala pang one hour na balikan ko na lahat. Naalala ko na, ah shit, ito, need ko apply. Ganun, ganun. Uh, okay, sobrang investment ang box. For you, um, recently, uh, may investment ka ba sa na pinaka-worthwhile na in terms of money, time, energy, recently, na mabibigyan? I, I think, for me, um, let's, let's go para mabalance naman to, mm. uh, financial naman. No? Um, cryptocurrency? Okay. And dahil sa Bitcoin. So, I, I'm, I, my goal is not to promote um, mm. Bitcoin or cryptocurrency at this moment. My goal is to share. Um, a little bit about why I ended up doing it now. Mm. Um, as a premise, this is not for everyone who doesn't have enough knowledge of it. Mm. Trying risk talaga. Mm. Correct. The risk is there, the risk is high. But um, 
2017, uh, na nagkasakit ako, it was my downfall. It was mm. the downfall of the company. Nag-shutdown kami nun. Mm. Um, everyone panicked sa loob ng team. Takot sila mahawaan, baka nahawaan sila. So, the entire office was vacant, vacated, six months. Um, I think of it as being, you know, quarantined. Mm. Uh, kailangan linisin, everything. So, wala nangyari. Mm. Nag-shutdown yung buong company nung time ngayon. And we have to pay bills. Mm. Diyan yung, you know, maybe rent, utility, you know, all the apps that we have to maintain. And sweldo nila. Mm. So, inisip ko nun, sabi ko, I want to be a good employer, but how can I be that kapag may utang akong sweldo mm. sa team? So, I, I tried um, looking for ways. How do I make money while, you know, I'm recovering? Mm. Um, I discovered about, you know, cryptocurrency mm. um, later in 2017. Um, I studied, sabi ko, what is this thing? Is mm. this, you know, another network marketing? Is mm. this a scam? Then I is, you know, if I put it in summary, it's gold. Gold, you could say it's a scam. It's not a scam. For once, an, upon a time in the world, gold and diamond, people mm. question, are, are these valuable and why are they valuable? Mm. There was a time where tulips were valuable. It was so oh. expensive because they were limited where iron was very expensive dati. Spices were oh. katumbas ng gold. You're talking about pepper, chili flakes, curry powder, as expensive as gold. Mm. Again, we're approaching a new generation. There's this what we call Bitcoin. Mm. Like any of those things that we used to believe once is valuable, today it is valuable. Why? Kasi limited yung supply niya. Mm. It's a digital counterpart of gold. People mm. can trade it back and forth. Ah, relevant siya ngayon kasi you know, when you move to another country, mm. when you face war, adversity in your country, let's say in Iran, there's a prospect for war. If you're a family guy, you have money in Iran, what do you want to do next? Leave Iran. Take care of your family. Mm. It's the right thing to do. Naman. There's nothing wrong leaving your country mm. to protect your own kids. It's familial love. But you leave the country, dala nala Iran currency. Sino bibili ng Iran currency around the world? That valuation of, let's say, currency of a country struck in war suddenly goes the value. Mm. Suddenly shrinks down. By the time you get somewhere, wala na value yun. At baka nga hindi mo malipat yung money. Mm. So, what's the solution? Maybe we could convert all those into a digital currency that's globally accepted. Mm. Um, or, let's use that money in Iran and buy gold, for instance. Pag naging gold na siya, you could go to another country. Gold has value any part of the world. Mm. You can't go in the city and say, Oh, yeah, I have a gold bar. Do you want to buy it for a thousand? Sure. You can ask anyone. An entire gold bar for a thousand? Mm. Pag may one thousand ako yun, I'd buy it. Guarantee mo, gold yan, may no. value siya. Cryptocurrency, it's the same. Um, wherever you go in the world, um, there are countries, majority of the countries, you'll always find someone willing to buy it. Um, same sa gold, no government backs and say, oh, gold is of this value. Mm. Gold is just accepted and diamonds accepted globally and say, wherever you go, tanggap siya. Mm. And when gold started around the world, it wasn't probably that universally accepted as well. Mm. Cryptocurrency is at its early days. Mm. But with crisis happening around the world, this digital gold na to could prove to be useful, especially to migrants. Converting their current asset into something more digital moving to another country, surviving in that new country, because that's one way of them transporting their asset digitally. And um, it could potentially be a great equalizer in the world because they're regulated, mm. decentralized on Bitcoin. So it's away from government and it's decentralized towards the people. So um, I spent a lot of time buying and trading before when mm. I was sick because I couldn't do anything else. Now, you know, I spend every other week, you know, just checking it, mm-hmm putting position, buy and sell. 
think of it, the movement is 10 times faster than the stock market. Mm. So what you make in a year in a stock market, what you make and what you lose mm. happens in the world of Bitcoin in one month. In the stock market, it's one year. Nandun na risk appetite ng person. How much are you knowledgeable about Bitcoin? If the price goes down, do you know how to trade? Mm. Short sell. Familiar ka ba doon? Um, do you know why people buy Bitcoin? Do you know when people sell Bitcoin? Now, it's different. Before, it was hype. 2017, nag-crash. Marami na sunog. Ako, I'm one of them. But all the money I place in Bitcoin has doubled or tripled since the crash. Because most people don't know how to trade when, when, when you know, mm. it's going down. For everyone, are scam. My money went down. Mm. My money's gone. Hindi, factor din naman ata kasi may iba mga nang uuto talaga. Yes. Like yung, yun naman, iba pa yun. Correct. And, and scams are happening within the Bitcoin world. They, they use it. Um, and it's a fact na criminals use Bitcoin mm. as well. Um, for money laundering purposes, drug money. Stock market in, ay, underground. Deep web. Deep web, correct. Um, in, in deep web, you know, for channel, lahat yan, they, mm. you know, they, they use um, cryptocurrency as well. So there's a lot of dark side mm. in it that until the world embraces it, finds a way to, you know, properly utilize it. Um, I, I think it's it's important lang now it's for everyone to get exposed. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is this digital god at all? Why is it so important? Because in times of crisis like this, tatasha. When real estate prices around the world goes down, mm-hmm. all the stock market in the world goes down, Bitcoin goes up, mm-hmm. gold goes up, uncertainty. You'd rather keep gold bar. Anywhere in the world you go, you can survive. Without, with or without cash. Mm-hmm. Right? cash mo. They accept gold. Same, uh, Bitcoin, um, it's good for people to just look at it with an in- interest, mm. with a, take it with a grain of salt. It's not for everyone without enough knowledge. Um, I, I personally study technical papers on cryptocurrency. So, familiar ako sa data, science mm. behind it, um, sa technicality, sa engineering, anong potential threat ng Bitcoin, um, what would make it vulnerable, things like those. But so far, as of today's technology, Bitcoin in terms of decentralization, hackability, mm. it's safe. Um, it's just a matter of how much you know about it. And, and in my opinion, you need a thousand hours. Not just one Google. You need a thousand hours to study the paper from end to end, you know, to try to understand any math behind it, any science behind it. Because if you can't, I recommend people not to enter it. Probably mm. just put your money somewhere safer. Mm. Bonds, time deposit, you're guaranteed with, you know, three to five percent percent somewhere there no um and that's not bad as long as the philippine government and the banks are doing okay then you have your money in a few years but uh, for me parang my risk appetite is stronger um i'm able to manage my risk well um so i'm able to grow you know 100 percent year on year and then you don't go kinukuha yung source of money ko to keep myself alive now naman we're we're a bit lucky you could say or blessed Past six months of venture, mm-hmm. we're profitable now. Ah, nice. So we could pay ourselves salary. Is yung cash flow yung okay. okay. Kasi yung normally pag sa mga startups, eh, like ang hirap na. So what you did was during yung mga panget na days, no, startup, yun yung inan yung nag, nag cryptocurrency ka to keep the company afloat. Yes, that's correct. It's really good. Kasi parang yun ang mahirap pinsa eh. Parang startups, ewan ko, may mga kilala kasi ako, like iniisip na, um, syempre, like, starting up yung overhead mataas pa in a way compared dun sa profit na iniisip nila, hindi sila naghanap ng other ways of earning na para makipag yung company afloat. Like, forgot, 
Airbnb ba yung gumawa sila ng, ng breakfast cereal? Yep. Ayun. Para lang at least maani yung company na. Nice. May, may recommend ka ba na favorite app na, na, na ginagamit mo ngayon? Or website? Mm, there's a couple of those. Sige. Let's say, let's say people want to enter startup mm. um, in general. No? Uh, a few sites na you could read so much on. Mm. Um, here's my top three. No? TechCrunch. TechCrunch. Second, Tech in Asia. Mm. Um, the other one is E27. E27. I think so far in top three na I look into. Then I also look into um, a lot of publication um, uh, by MIT runs their own, um, I think, Innovation Science publication. Ah, okay. um, Stanford runs their, also their own, you know, innovation publication uh, web pages. Mm. Uh, Harvard has their own unit. So it's good to follow this, you know, latest mm. trend, this possibility what's happening. Then I think in China there's a whole different set trend. Mm. Um, but follow Alibaba closely. Um, they have the latest in terms of digital technology. I personally believe that Alibaba has the most advanced digital tech in the world. Um, mm. They're three to five years ahead in terms of you know payment gateway, e-commerce, logistics. Um, and they're ahead of everyone by at least three years. Oh. Um, so that's something to watch out for, to learn from as well. Um, I'm a huge fan of. Um, how they grew the venture in terms of the culture they have there. Then in terms of, let's say, if anyone's interested with cryptocurrency, mm. some of the starting point would be, um, for Filipinos, it's definitely coins.ph mm. for you to cash in, cash out, get fully verified because you could cash in a huge amount, cash out a huge amount. Mm. It's the easiest way to enter and exit safely. Coins is trusted. Uh, at least I personally use it and mm. never had an issue for three years. Um, then Binance.com. Mm. Um, after I put in money in coins, convert to Bitcoin, then I transfer those Bitcoin Binance. to Binance. Then I start trading other altcoins. Mm. But now I shifted from all the altcoins. Mm. I, I made a huge amount trend on. Mm. Now everything's just on Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Ethereum or Ripple. Yeah. Um, I'm luckier na nag-pull out ako before siya nag-crash na 90%. Nice. So if you had uh, $10 in it, maybe around 2017, mm-hmm. $1 na yung $10. Ah, sure. Actually, I didn't follow it much. I earned it, but it's small. I mean, dumoble. Tapos may point na iniwan ko bumagsak. So mm-hmm. earn earn na ng konti. Yes. Question. How were you included in the Alibaba e-commerce e-founders program? Yeah. And kamusta experience? Any memorable things about it? Sure. So, right now, I'm leading um, the affairs of Alibaba here. Parang I'm their uh, country ambassador mm, nice. uh, for Alibaba e-founders. What I did as a starting point before was um, there was this circulating application mm-hmm. for digital founders, um, e-commerce, um, or, you know, they, they call them e-founders, you know, mm-hmm. um, digitally based um, entrepreneurs um, building platforms and marketplace around Southeast Asia. So the goal was to find, you know, 30 people representing Asia, the mm-hmm. founders, to be part of a program that's trained, you know, by the leadership team of Alibaba, including Jack himself. So they can pass down the knowledge and we can bring it back to our respective country, mm-hmm. potentially either to replicate what they did in China mm-hmm. on our own or um, for us to adapt it in our own venture, learn from it, save years of mistake, accelerate the growth, mm. and digitize the economy of our respective countries. So that was the objective. Um, apply, I applied in the program, um, and I guess I, I could count myself luckier. 
the only reason why I was chosen was maybe because of the reason why the venture started. There was a bigger purpose behind just the money we're making. Um, the experience was priceless. Because no time yon, average age was 30 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, the next person to me, in terms of age bracket, was 25. That time I was 23. Oh. So I was the youngest, youngest. in the program. Um, most people are in their 30s, family people. Uh, most people run a venture that has at least 20 employees. Mm-hmm. Uh, run by engineers, you know. They're the tech startup of their countries. The, mm-hmm. the prime or the among the most respected one across Asia. So there were also, you know, billionaires among the crowd. Um, the most priceless part, I guess, about the program is the ability to to sit down with your counterparts in any other country mm-hmm. and look into similar problems you're experiencing it there. And to look for solutions on how I could solve the problem of Pakistan, of Indonesia, which is an archipelago like us. Mm-hmm. Maybe Indonesia's logistics is more relevant to ours. Mm-hmm. Because everyone would say, what works in China doesn't work with us. Mm-hmm. So it was beyond just learning from how Alibaba did it here. So China has a very unique framework and context. First, their communist you know, government willpower can flip company either downward mm. or can double your company's ability you know, to digitize the economy. So different on China. But we learned a lot of their core principle on managing the team, on the mindset of tech. Um, most important is the peer network that you build. I, I, I personally find that as the most valuable network. Um, I've encountered um, up-to-date in terms of professional network. Because any of them who comes here, we could host them, we could bridge them to the most important and key player. Mm. They want to expand in the Philippines. Same way for us, if we decide, you know, we're, we're um, ready to expand to their country, they're the bridge and gateway to expand um, on their country and they could provide support or investment in their country. So parang it, it suddenly became this network na in your respective industry, you can suddenly have this network um, in Southeast Asia. And, and some of them are actually making the most out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was, for instance, from Red Doors. Um, there was another from Starhub. Oh. And now they're across the Philippines. And, you know, the, the, the network uh, of eFounder helps a lot mm-hmm. um, in expanding uh, very fast. Actually, you strategic partnerships. Correct. And it's a humbling experience because if you think you're the best in your country na, I know so much. Mm. But then when you, you are in front of them, you realize, wow, on this aspect, daming mas magaling sa akin. Mm. This aspect, you're all better than me. Then I realize there, I was actually the most stupid person in the room, honestly. Um, but it was because of that. It taught me to ask a lot of questions mm. na hindi ko alam. Um, that made the program really valuable. Na I could close my gap to entrepreneurs who spent you know, five, six years of mistake. Mm. Now at their 30s, um, some of them became entrepreneur later on. And, and my great advantage was, while I was young, I was able to take it on. Mm. And but I was learning from people in their 30s while I was 23. And that seven years of learning, I could close the gap earlier. Mm. And it helped me become profitable today. Thanks. If you could have a billboard in EDSA, what would it say? Maybe I, 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 uh, I'd, I'd put a question there and, and say... Um, do you know where you're going in this lifetime? If not, maybe it's time to ask. It'd be as simple as that. Um, it doesn't have to be you know, spiritual, mm-hmm. faith-based, but it pushes the people to ask the question, nga ako Is it substance na I'll work hard? Mm-hmm. Suddenly, I realize I fall in love. 
I get married, I have kids, I have grandkids, and then I'm about to die. Parang, is it what you're looking for in life? Maybe it's good to ask a question. So, where are you headed to? Maybe so, so. even beyond life. So, Considering that, let's say, mga for the college people or mga nag-aaral pa, what advice would you give to them? Or recommendation? Mm. Mm. My advice at uh, as of now no, is surround yourself with people like the one who you want to become. If you like, let's say, Kobe Bryant, mm. surround yourself with the best athletes, best basket- basketball player. Don't settle with mediocre. Mm. It's not you are trying to isolate yourself, discriminate against other. No. Mm. This is a season where you grow the fastest, where whatever shapes your mind from now until your early 30s is going to change the course of the next half of your life. For me, I guess the, the, the best decisions I've done um, from grade school to college to, to, to after college is intentionally finding those people that I want to become like. If I want to become a loving father and husband, then I find those people. Mm. Um, there's maybe a particular batchmate that, that I, I still spend some time with, um, even after college. Um, it's Asher. Asher, I saw it. I saw it recently. Where is he now? I saw it in the engine. He was selling equipment and tools. Ah, okay. Yeah. I don't know if it's like engineering or... Mm-hmm. or Ay, baka siya pala yung nakikita ko. <laughs> baka siya. So, for instance, yeah. si Asher, like, um, ever since high school, parang I saw him, you know, if, if there's someone I'd consider as a best friend, kahit hindi ko nakausap mm. for a while, it's probably him. Um, nalala ko, may isang lunch tayo together. Mm. Um, nagdadasal siya. And then, while he was praying, kinuha natin yung lunchbox niya. Hindi ka lang kung abutan mo yan. Hindi <laughs> 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 feel ko yun yung mga ginagawa natin dati. <laughs> Then yeah. sabi ko na tayo, okay, sige, wow, nagdadasal siya. And then, after niya mag-pray, nandun na siya, smile na siya, ay, kinuha niya yung lunchbox. Oh, tatawa-tawa. Super innocent niya na person. Sabi ko, hindi ako ganun ka-innocent. Hindi ako ganun tao. But sabi ko, sobrang pure niya kasi, even after that incident, every time magdadasal pa niya, sabi ko, wow, hindi siya mag-give in sa peer pressure niya. Huwag ka na lang magdasal para walang mag-bully mm-hmm. sa'yo sa lunch mo. But he still does it. So he taught me the value of principle. Mm. Sticking with him, um, even you know, until college. Sometimes I visit him. Um, grounded me na when in college it opened the doors of all kind of people. So mm. successful, but I realized some of those successful people, pala, is not who I want to meet. Mm. I had a really good friend in college. Um, magaling sa negosyo. He's, he's talking about nine, ten digits of money mm. flipping around sa family business, ganun. That age, um, very alpha, ganun. But na-realize ko, malaki yung butas niya when it comes to his ethics. <laughs> And it takes someone like Asher to ground me back na, wow, um, you don't make so much. Um, NGSB, Torpes mm. will buy, true. But when it comes to your ethics and principle, you keep them there. Mm. Hindi ka perfect. Kahit pinagtatawanan ka, kahit clown ka. Kasi ako hindi ko kaya maging ganun. Actually, admire ko ngayon mga ganun na tao eh. Kasi lalo na, especially pag high school setup, mm. ang yung pressure talaga eh, para mas change yung sarili mo for other, mas nandun eh. Yes. So parang through time, I, I started discovering people like him. Very loving. And then on the other end, started discovering people na um, success in terms of running their enterprise, in terms of, lalo na social impact. Um, I spend my college days most with people na with huge social impact. Social entrepreneurs I look up to, mm. um, let's say, 
party before earlier times there were people like Tony Melotto, Riz Hernandez, parang I, I want to learn from them and to know how they got here. Uh, so if young people could learn something, no, it's really to surround yourself with those kind of people or pursue those kind of mentors. Mm. Mentors are so much willing to find hungry people who's willing to learn. Yeah. I met some of the best mentors in the world just because of one thing. I sent them a message in Facebook mm. and they said, yes, I'll teach you, I'll guide you. And this, um, these are some of the the, the, the people that, that, you know, are respected mm. a lot. And I'm surprised because they don't know who I am. Wala akong anything. Mm. I am a nobody. Like you, like everyone else. So generation, we're still nobodies. But one message is all it takes for them to say, I will teach you because you're willing to learn, I will teach you. So I think young people could try that. Mm. Really basically, shooting your shot. Yes. I remember just recently, I emailed him Reed Hoffman. No reply. It's good. Actually, it's true. And one of them eventually would send oh, a reply. Totoo. Do you have any final ask or recommendations for the audience or any parting thoughts regarding your company or anything else? Mm. I think um, my final thoughts now, and entrepreneurship should always be grounded on an intentional and purpose. Um, it doesn't have to be novel. Uh, it has to be clear. Uh, am I an entrepreneur or am I in this career or am I in this path in life because I want to be rich? Mm. That's a valid question. And if you choose to be rich, it's absolutely fine. We're not here to judge anyone mm. on what matters to them. And for me, eventually, it's going to be family. Some people would say, Drew, pani yung country? Mm. Uh, Drew, how about um, coronavirus? Aren't you passionate about those? Truth be told, we can only do so much to help the world. Mm. We can't help the world in every aspect. And it's important to learn not to give in to the pressure and say, you know, Drew, you're capable someday. Why don't you help this group of people? Mm. It's good to be intentionally set apart for a purpose you believe you have a peace in, you're called to. And to always aim for that purpose without counting the cost. Kahit hindi mo ma-reach yung end goal na yan. Let's say for us, it's a million trees. Kahit we're shooting the star, we land somewhere 500,000 trees, it was better than not even trying. Mm. For the one million trees, no? Um, and, and I think young people should start thinking, what is my purpose in life? Kasi they will find the greatest joy in their very last breath, pursuing that purpose, even if they don't pass the human expectation or standard. Within themselves, they know they tried to find that purpose. Thank you so much for that. Thanks, Clep. <laughs> um, can you share us your how c- people could catch uh, catch up to you or social media handles for Taludu and yourself? So how they can connect with you? Um, social media, um, people could find me, uh, Andrew Kua. Um, and uh, email, people could send uh, kua.drew at gmail.com or andrew at tralulu.com. So either of the two, um, people could reach out to me. Um, I'd be happy you know, to, to share my response to any of the questions out there. Mm. For Tralulu, how can they book for with Tralulu or with Holiday Hay, like websites and social media handles? Okay. So at the moment, um, Tralulu site is under um, renovation. Oh, okay. um, but people could book um, two ways, um, either our Facebook page or we have a travel desk in Lobby Hostel um, along Makati Ave. So we, we run a little shop there where people could just book an experience there. Holiday Hay, um, we operate um, with our website, holidayhay.com, um, or sometimes with our messenger. Um, uh, we're very active uh, 
in our Facebook page. So people can just message Holiday Hay um, and, and we'd be happy and we guarantee, you know, that we would respond in the next 48 hours. Mm. So people can just inquire and we, we have a lot of offerings then. I'm sure all of our listeners would learn a lot. Thank you so much for being to this podcast. Thank you so much, Cleo. If you want to hear more from Deconstructing Dreamers, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, like and follow us on social media at Facebook and Instagram forward slash Deconstructing Dreamers. This episode is brought to you by Caldi Drip Coffee. I love Caldi since it's a great way to start my day fast since it's an instant grip coffee brand. Taking my coffee game to the next level without the need for expensive coffee makers or a French press with only hot water, it gives me an artisanal coffee experience right at my home, at the office, or anywhere I go. Lastly, since it has zero sugar, it's a healthier alternative for me, especially when I need to get that extra push to achieve my dreams. Once again, it's Caldi Drip Coffee your portable coffee companion helping you fuel your crazy dreams. To know more about them, like and follow their social media pages at Facebook and Instagram forward slash Drip Coffee.